Hey, you're listening to the Quarry Podcast. Get ready to be encouraged and uplifted with us today. Um, so tonight I'm talking about comparison. So I'm just going to jump right into it. I'm not going to stop for anything or anybody. Okay. <laughs> so comparison, the first definition that I have is just a general definition of what comparison is. Comparison is a... Um, Comparison is an estimate of similarities or dissimilarities between two things or people. And then I was like, okay, that's not like meaty enough for me. I need something a little bit more with like sauce and salt. So then I looked in the Webster's Dictionary, and comparison in there is it shows different levels of quality, quantity, or relation. And I was like, okay, sheesh, that was a lot right there, just in that. I could just do a sermon about that. But I was like, no, we're going to go... Um, do a little extra stuff tonight with this thing. So tonight I will be talking about the story of Joseph and his brothers, more on the brother side, because I feel like Joseph gets talked a lot about because it's a success story, and Joseph pulls himself up from his bridges and does his job and does the plan, but tonight we're going to more be specific about the brothers and what they go through. So tonight I will start in Genesis 37, verse 3. And it says, now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children. It's like right off the bat, it's really intense, okay? (laughs) Because he was the son of his old age and made him a coat of many colors. Verse 4, and when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. So like off the bat, I'm reading this and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much right there. So... In my personal opinion, what I think is that chapter 37 was written from the brother's perspective. Because if we think about how God loves us, he loves us all equally. He cares about us all just the same. But to Jacob, which is also Israel, God renamed him Israel. um, Jacob loved Joseph because Joseph was a miracle for Jacob. So he understood the importance and the severity that Joseph had in their life because there's no way Joseph could have been there without it being a miracle. And I know this is from the brother's perspective because all you see in that first two verses is comparison, that the brothers are right off the bat already comparing themselves to Joseph and he was like just born and he's just in this world a young man, not even somebody that they should compare themselves to. And that's how we know it is from the brother's perspective is because nobody would actually think that about their children. Um, So right there, we know that comparison um, makes a judgment. So when you're comparing yourself to something or someone, um, you are making a judgment between you and yourself, and that's not your plan. That's why comparison is so such a venom to your life is because it's not what you're supposed to do. God is the judge. You are supposed to be judged by God. So right off the bat, my first point is comparison makes a judgment. So that's why we can see it. It's They're already making a judgment in their brother Joseph right off the bat, and it's already a mess before it even starts. Okay, we're going to drop down to verse 8, 37, 8. And his brethren said to him, shall thou indeed reign over us, or shall thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet even more for his dreams and for his words. So this is my second point. 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 You cannot compare your plan to another person's plan. And how this works out is because 
they're saying, this is how they're saying this. Shall he reign over me? Shall he have dominion over me? No, that's what he's called to do. That's why he has dominion and reign over you. They're already comparing themselves to the reign and dominion that Joseph has on them, but he doesn't even have it yet. Like, yes, he has it, but he's not implementing it in their life yet. And how could you say from the point, like, yes, this is Joseph's plan. This is Joseph's dream. Excuse me. This is Joseph's dream that's not even done yet. And you're already comparing yourself to a plan that hasn't even been seen through yet. What if the other plan was that Joseph would have raised you up with him and not against him? You know, we really need to watch what our perspective is, especially in comparison and why, what we're comparing to. So that was my second point. You cannot compare yourself to another person's plan. You cannot compare your plan to another person's plan. And then we're going to go to Genesis 37, 18 through 20. And when they saw him afar off, even before he came near unto them, he, they conspired against him to slay him. So if we think back, what you think and what you feel, like Pastor Jordan has been talking about this, what you think and feel will come to pass. Whether you like it or not, you are already, um, what is the word? You are already putting that into your body and in your system when you're already thinking it. That's why we have to keep our soul in check. That's what Pastor Ron was talking about last week. We have to keep our soul in check with our spirit because our soul is the deciding factor. Right here, we can see that they are not keeping their soul in check. Their soul is now the deciding factor for their flesh and not their spirit. They're already deciding to slay him. And then in verse 19, it says, And they said unto one another, Behold, this streamer cometh. So not only are they... Are they making their soul the deciding factor for their flesh? They're making fun of Joseph for his dreams and for his plan of God. Yeah. Um, and then in verse 20, it says, Come now, therefore, and let us slay him and cast him unto the, some pit. And we will say, Some evil beast hath devoured him, and he shall see what will become of his dreams. Wow. Now they're destroying his vision and his dreams and making fun of him for having them. You know, most of the time we see ourselves as Joseph and being the victor, but who have you, we need to look at ourselves in this light, who have I compared myself to, and now I'm making fun of them, and now I'm destroying what their plan was and hurting them because I, I wasn't paying attention to what I was doing. You know, when you meet new people, you already make a judgment in your mind about them. It doesn't matter what they, when you make a judgment, you're saying whether they're good or bad, just like my first point. You can't make a judgment. You can't compare that way. That's not right. That's what they're doing. They're making a judgment about Joseph before anything else has even happened. So comparison doesn't just affect you. It hurts Joseph that his brothers are making fun of him, that his brothers are making a joke about his plan and what he wants to do for his life. That comparison doesn't just affect you. That is my third point. Comparison doesn't just affect you. Um, Joseph, Joseph compared in a way of relation. Joseph wanted, remember when I said, to show different levels of quality, quantity, and relation? So they're showing, um, they're comparing by quantity and quality and relation. Joseph compared himself to them by relation because he wanted a relationship with them. He did it out of love. That's a way you could compare yourself in a good light is when you do it out of love. He, yeah. he wants to be with them and he wants to be more like them because he wants a deeper and further relationship with him. When they see him making fun of him in verses 19 and 20, 
um, when he sees them making fun of them in verses 19 and 20, it hurts him physically because he wants to be like them. And when you hear somebody that you look up to or somebody that you're open with hurt you like that, it, it doesn't just affect you when you compare. It really doesn't just affect you. And then um, we're going to read. Where else was I going to read? <laughs> I was going to read in 23 all the way to 26. I can't remember if I gave that to you, Leslie. I didn't. Okay, that's fine. Okay. And it came to pass when Joseph come unto his brethren, and they stripped Joseph out of his coat, his coat of many colors. And it was on him, and they took him and cast him into a pit. And was the pit was empty and there was no water in it. And they sat down there to eat the bread that they lifted, and they lifted their eyes and looked, and behold, a company of Islamites came to them from Gilead, and the camels bearing spicery and balm and myrrh going down to Egypt. So not only are they actually doing what they said they were going to do, they are also mocking him for not having food in where he's at in the pit. They are also distracting themselves from somebody who is hurting and putting their attention to an Islamite, who to somebody else. Like, I think, I just, I don't know, I really felt, felt this scripture because who am I putting my distraction away from that is hurting? Like that, I think, feel like that's something very important. Who am I not paying attention to that is actually hurting and I am drawing my attention away to some other distraction? Um, comparison blinds you when you are comparing yourself to somebody it blinds you from other people's hurt and what they're going through because the only thing you're thinking about is yourself so that's why comparison is so selfish and so so hurtful to you and to everybody else that's why it doesn't just affect you because it blinds you and you're not aware of what you're doing or what's going on and then in verse 26 of 3726, and Judas said unto his brethren, what profit is it if we slay our brother and conceal his body? So Judah is supposed to be the head and is supposed to be the leader. And now he's not even considering Joseph as a person anymore. Like, yes, he's calling him his brother, but he's saying, what profit do I gain from my brother's demise? That is what he's saying in that scripture. What profit is it if we slay our brother and conceal his blood? That is what he's saying. He's saying, how can I profit from my brother being tortured now? Because he's going to sell him to slavery, like later in here. And it says in 27, come, let us sell him to the Islamites and let not our hand be upon him, for he is our brother and our flesh, and his brethren were content. He is not being nice in that scripture. He is actually trying to manipulate his brothers and say, you know what? We can profit from this, guys, and he's our brother, so we don't want to kill him, not really, but we can gain from this, and we can get um, money, and then we can go drinking, and then, you know, live our life out. Um, so my, uh, what is this, my fourth point is we need to be careful about where our comparison could lead us to. Judah was supposed to be his older brother. Judah was supposed to be the protector of the family and the protector of his brothers, and now he is not only reverse that he is now looking for a profit for his brother's demise so what brother or sister are you looking to hurt to gain from them like that's something you need to really consider who am i comparing myself to and now i'm trying to go out of my way to destroy their life so then i succeed 
And if we look later, Judah doesn't even live a great life. Later in chapters 38 and a little bit in 39, Judah's life sucks. It's terrible. I mean, he marries a girl and like sleeps with her and then they have a son and then God doesn't even honor the son that they have. It's just really important. We need, <laughs> we need to be careful about where our comparison could lead us to. How far is your comparison to somebody else or to something else going to take you? Because it will not only destroy you, it will destroy somebody else in your life. Because also comparison does not just affect us. And then my last point is comparison is the thief of joy. If you see all throughout the brothers' lives, when they dip the coat of many colors in the lamb's blood and they bring it to their father, they have to watch their father basically break apart. They're, they destroyed a relationship between a father and son and basically un, unintentionally, not really, but they killed their brother and just broke their father's heart and they had to watch them break their father's heart. So what is it going to take for you to realize that your comparison is going to break somebody? Like, is it going to take you all the way to making up something and, and, and potentially killing somebody? I mean, you're not going to kill somebody, but what are you killing in your life that could make you successful? You know, Joseph's plan and Joseph's goal was to make his brother successful. If you see later, Joseph brings his brothers up with him to 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 Egypt he takes them out of Canaan gives them a place in Goshen I think and let they are the tribe leaders of their own tribes now what would it what would have been like if they didn't compare themselves to him and they just stuck with him and stuck beside him and said you know what this is the plan for your life and I want to be with you when you do it and I want to support you because I love you because you're my brother who are you comparing yourself to that you're supposed to support and they're supposed to be your brother and sister and then you destroy them and hurt them and then now they're at the bottoms of the pit and they don't know what's up and they really just have to rely on God. Who are you doing that to? I think this is something very important to today's society because there's such a comparison culture right now. Like we're comparing ourselves to anything we see these days. We're not filtering our mind. We're just taking in everything and it's just such a comparison culture and it's just not what the not what we're supposed to be as christians we are supposed to be open and welcoming and loving and and just open to whatever anybody needs to say to us or talk to us what did joseph feel when he was with his brothers do you think he could have been open probably not because his brothers hated him his brothers didn't like him because his brothers kept comparing themselves to him remember in the beginning when um who was it jacob they, they thought that Jacob loved um, Joseph more just because, just because um, he was his son of his old age, right? Yeah. They didn't see it from their father's perspective. So I think what's so important today is when or if you compare, you need to make sure you are very, um, uh, what am I trying to say? Make sure that you are very conscious of the perspective you see in. Because what you see might not be what's happening. What you think might not actually be the product of the truth. 
you need to really filter everything you see through the Bible. Because how do we compare? We compare through smell, taste, sight. We compare with our senses, right? Oh, they smell bad. Oh, they don't look good. Or, oh, she's ugly. Or, oh, that doesn't look great. I'm not going to do that, you know, because I don't feel comfortable about it. You know, sometimes you have to push yourself to do things you don't like to help somebody who is hurting. And I think that's why comparison is so... There's, I think there are some good comparisons where you want to push yourself to be like them, but not necessarily them. I think the important thing when you want to be better is that you need to make sure I'm Tegan, I'm Emily, I'm Shelbyland, I'm not anybody else, but I'm me, but I'm also getting better as a person. I think that's very important to make sure. I know that's a little side note, but when you are comparing, you need to be conscious of what you're comparing to and how you're comparing and the perspective that you see it through. Okay, sorry, that was a lot. Okay, so comparison is the thief of joy. Back to that point. Comparison is the thief of joy is my last point. And we see, I know I kind of got off there. We see throughout the brothers' lives that they, they broke their father's heart when they brought the, when they said, you know, he died, something killed him or whatever their excuse was. Throughout their life, all the brothers felt remorse. They felt guilt. They felt shame for lying to their father. This is what comparison can take you to. Comparison not only affected their dad because it stole his joy from not having his son anymore. It affected them in their lives and not having joy. They couldn't really be satisfied with anything because they always thought back to what they did to Joseph. This is why it's so important to not compare about really specific things because when you compare, it will steal your joy and it will make you unhappy. If we think about it from a really um, like now kind of perspective, when you're comparing yourself to somebody about like how they look or you're like, I want to be like them, I want to look like them, you're not really happy when you're doing that because you're only wishing and wanting. You're only thinking about yourself too. Like, I want, I want, I want. Are you three? No, you're not. You're an adult. Like, figure it out. Your kid, your teenagers, like, comparison just really makes you feel bad about yourself. When you really compare and it's not good, it really makes you feel bad about yourself and it doesn't make you happy with yourself. And the whole point of, of being in the plan of God and being successful is to be happy and joyful and to be okay with what God has for you. I think a lot of people have problems when they look at other people's life like, I want that and I want that. But back to my plan, um, back to my point before, you can't compare your plan to somebody else's plan because only you can do your plan. When you try to compare yourself to that or compare yourself to a, another plan, you're actually stepping out of your plan and now you've diverted on a path that you're not even supposed to be on and then you're all over the place and then when God looks at what you've done and you've gone to heaven and he's like, why did you do that? You could have just... It could have just been an easy path, and you decided to compare yourself. That's what the brothers did. They decided to compare themselves, and now they had to take the hard way to their plan, and they had to steal their joy, and they had to ruin their plan for God until the grace of God is so great. He reversed that and said, no, Joseph, just forgive them and let it go. And then Joseph brought them up. This is why comparison is so toxic, especially in today's society, because we see social media all the time. We watch TV all the time, and we're just not taking in good stuff. Like, we're just constantly taking in things that are hurtful to us, and we don't realize that we're comparing ourselves to it anymore because we're doing it, like, on the back burner, and we're like, oh, gosh, I wish I was like that. Gosh, I wish I could just sing like that. I wish I could just 
talk like that. I wish I could just be like that. I wish I could just wake up every day and it be all perfect like it is in their life. And you know, that's also one thing about perspective. You're not seeing it from their side. You're only seeing it through a screen that's not even real. So that's why I think perspective is really important because you're not even looking at it from the other side. You're only looking at it from your side that's not even probably real. I mean, if you think about celebrities today, they deal with a lot of um, stalkers and issues like that where the, um, what is it, the people who take pictures, paparazzis always are following them. Or, you know, a lot of celebrities have died from drug abuse, right? Because they can get it easily, it's accessible. Like, this is why comparison is so bad because it's not even real. Because what you're making up in your head isn't even real. It's not real because you're thinking that this life is so wonderful and that what they have is so great that I just want it. But have you ever seen it from their side? Like maybe if the brothers took a step back and saw it from Joseph's side, Joseph, his whole life, just wanted to be like them. He just wanted to be with them and be a part of them. If they just took a step back and maybe was open-minded about their perspective, you know, then maybe none of this would have happened and things would have gone how they should have gone. But thanks for the grace of God, they could figure it out. And then I'm going to read. You're like, okay, Tegan, this is great. We shouldn't compare. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't. But um, <laughs> what was I going to do? Okay. I'm going to read a scripture from my phone. That's why it's taking me a little bit. <laughs> okay, so we shouldn't compare. Great. But how do we not compare? How do we realize that we're comparing if it's on the back burner and we're doing it all the time? How do we know that? Well, if you're comparing to yourself or to other people, that should tell you that you aren't in the word enough or you aren't in the word at all. And you need to take more time and be more diligent about what you spend your time with. Maybe don't get on Instagram as much. What I've realized is when I like only spend maybe 30 minutes on Instagram a day, I've been so much better. I don't compare myself so much and I can really sense it when I am comparing myself because I've taken that away from me. And now when I do it, I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm comparing myself. Let me just take a step back and not do that. And then maybe put it away later and then read the Bible. Maybe pick something else out. If you can recognize like that, that you're comparing yourself, get your Bible out and read it. Okay? And then um, also um, one thing I've noticed is that when I make a list of what I'm grateful for and what I have and what I can do and what I know that I have. So like um, I'm glad I can breathe. I'm glad I can use my body today. I'm glad that I have food in the pantry. You know, things that are basic that you're grateful for, you can stop comparing yourself to other people because you're only concerned about what you have and what you are grateful for. So making a list every day of what you're grateful for is so important and something that you could do to stop yourself from, from comparing yourself. Sorry, I had a face identification right there. <laughs> okay, so... This verse is in 1 Corinthians 4. It's 6 through 8. It says, Dear brothers and sisters, I have been referring elusively, I think that's how you say that, to myself and Apollos in order to illustrate what I have been saying. It is futile to move beyond what is written in the scriptures and inflated with self-importance by following and promoting one leader in competition with another. So right there he's saying like, we really shouldn't be having competitions with each other. That's not right. Um, and then verse seven says, for what makes a distinction between you and someone else and what you, uh, what you do have that grace has not given you and what you, ha um, and if you receive it as a gift, why do you boast as though there is some, there is something special about you? So I think, 
what he's trying to say here is if there is something actually good about you, you do not need to boast about it. You do not need to compare yourself to anybody about it. And you can be content and humble with what you are. And then verse 8 says, oh, I know you already have all you need. God has already supplied you with everything you have. So that's why I love reading this verse. I'm like, okay, I have everything I need, so I don't need to compare myself. When you're comparing yourself, you're saying, what don't I have and what can I get more of? That's exactly what you're doing when you're comparing yourself. You already think, I don't have enough and they have more, so I want what they have. So I'm going to compare myself to them because I want to be just like them. So off the bat, this, this verse is like, oh, dang, man, it knows exactly what I need, and it's reading my mail like it saw it today. <laughs> oh, I know you already have all you need. Since when did you become so content and rich without us? You already crowned yourselves as royalty, reigning on your thrones, leaving us lowly apostles far behind. I wish how indeed that you really were reigning as kings already for that you would mean we would be reigning as kings alongside of you. So I know that kind of like slaps you in the face for this one, because when we compare ourselves, I think that's why this is so good to read to yourself, maybe if you are really bad at comparing yourself, is when you give yourself airs and you let on that you are greater than you are, like on social media, you know, a lot of people, you see one side, but you don't see the other. Um, right here it says like, when did you become so content with your riches and with what you have? Because I had already given you what you have, and I have already given you what you need to be successful for your plan. You shouldn't be seeking other people's approval, or you shouldn't be seeking other comparisons that you need to make yourself feel better, because I have already given you every skill and every tool that you need to be content and to not compare yourself to others. I think that's why this is so important, especially for today's society, because we only look at what other people's riches are and what other people have and what we don't have. So I... so. What are um, my points all together? Sorry. Is comparison shows different. Oh, no, wait. This is the. I want to start with this first, actually. This is the um, definition again. Comparison shows different levels of quality, quantity, or relation. And then my first point was comparison makes a judgment. And then number two, you cannot compare your plan to another person's plan. And then number three, comparison doesn't just affect you. Number four, we need to be careful about where our comparison could lead us. And then number five, comparison is a thief of joy. And then always remember, be say what you're grateful about. Get in your Bible. If you know you're comparing yourself to somebody, immediately get in your Bible. You can use 1 Corinthians 4, 6 through 8, TPT. Recommend the Passion Translation. It is so good. Um, but those are what you can do, what comparison is, and how it can affect you. That's it. Thanks for listening to this message. To learn more about what's happening at The Quarry, check us out on social media 